Hello everyone, welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Micah Wren, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Hey, one more thing before we get going. Are you feeling stressed, anxious, or frustrated these days? If you are, and you'd like a little help, go to calendly.com forward slash soul mechanic booking and book a 15 minute clarity call with me absolutely free. That's calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com forward slash soul mechanic hyphen booking. Also, if you're looking for an accomplished public speaker to speak in person or virtually at your next event or meeting, I can help you out there too. Okay, let's get on with the show. Welcome, 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 and welcome to another episode of Men on Fire on Soul Mechanic Radio. On today's episode, I want to talk about the eight habits that are stealing our happiness right now. But as I started to get this ready, I realized that it's a little bit too long to do all in one episode. So I'm going to do the first four in this episode and we'll conclude with the last four on the next episode of Men on Fire. So number one of the eight habits stealing your happiness right now is lack of gratitude. Now, this is a longer one, and it's a big one. It's a huge one. And not many people know this, but there is a law of gratitude. And that law states that action and reaction are always equal and in opposite directions. So what does that mean? Well, it's the grateful outreaching of your mind and thankful praise for everything you are and everything you have in your life. Once you do that, a signal is sent out to the universe and a reaction is an instantaneous movement back towards you, providing you with even more and more abundance. Do you ever wonder why it seems that The people that have so much just keep on getting more. Well, it's because of this law, this principle. On the other end of the spectrum are people that just want and want, but never get what they want. And that is the gratitude law at work too. They never give gratitude or thanks for what they already have in life. So when they say, I want this or I want that, the universe gives them exactly what they are asking for, which is more want. So the universe says, no problem. You want more want? Here you go. Here's a whole truckload of want. Do you see how this works? When you give thanks for what you already have, you open the door for more to come to you. Okay, but I can hear you already asking, How do I receive more if all I do is give thanks for what I already have? Doesn't that mean I'll never get more in my life? Well, here's the thing. You have to ask for what you want in a certain way. 
For example, if all you ever said was, Dear God in heaven, please give me this, or please give me that, or make me this, or make me that. Sorry to say, but you're just wasting your time. And by the way, it makes no difference what you call your creator, whether it's God or Yahweh or Allah, the universe, Jehovah, source energy, George, Mary Sue. You get the idea? Because all of these things are just labels and they are not what our creator is. Just like your name is not what you are, it's just a label that was given to you when you were born. So to get back to how you ask for more in a certain way, you need to combine it with giving thanks, having gratitude for what you already have and, and this is a big end, you must ask in such a way that what you are asking for is already on its way. Sounds complicated, I know, but let me give you an example. Here's what I ask or pray for every morning and every night before I fall asleep. And this is what I actually say. Dear God in heaven, thank you for my life. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my home. And thank you for all the people I've known. Now, after giving gratitude for what I already have, I then switch it to thank you for helping me become a New York Times best-selling author. Thank you for helping me become a highly paid and sought-after speaker. Thank you for helping me become a successful podcaster. Thank you for helping me become a highly paid and sought-after coach. Thank you for helping me become a successful online marketer. Thank you for helping me become international. Thank you for helping me have friends, fun, and laughter. Thank you for helping me become wealthy beyond my wildest imagination. And sometimes I add more, just saying what pops into my head. And do you see what I've done here? I gave gratitude for what I already have, and then I switched it over. I asked for things that I want to receive, but in such a way that tells the universe that I am already receiving them. So you, if you ask for things in such a way that you are giving gratitude and those things have already started to come to you, it is impossible not to receive them. So you're acting as if. Old George, or whatever you want to call it, just says, Okay, okay boys, back up the truck over here and dump that stuff right there on Mike. He already knows it's coming. He already knows it's on its way. So we might as well give it to him. Doesn't that make this law of gratitude clearer for you? If not, and you're still doubting this law exists, I'm going to provide you with a biblical quote. Now, I don't often quote from the Bible, but sometimes it helps illustrate what I'm talking about. And this one particular quote is from Matthew 25, 29. And here it is. For everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But the one who does not have, even what he has, will be taken away from him. Now that quote may sound a little different depending upon what version of the Bible you're using, but it is essentially the same. And from a, 
a quick search I did, I found that pretty much the, the same quote showed up in six other Bible chapters. So this must have been an important point that was trying to be to told to us through the Bible, don't you think? So all this probably sounds a little unfair to some of you, giving more to those that already have and taking away things from those that don't have as much. But isn't that the way we see things playing out right now? Isn't that the way we've seen things happen as we look back in our history over thousands of years? This law of gratitude is just that, a law of the universe. And if you learn to give thanks for what you already have and give thanks for the things you want as if they are already coming to you and believe with all your heart, soul, and mind that it is on its way, I promise you that you will experience a level of abundance that you have never experienced before. Now, I know that was a bit of a long one, but it's so foundational to your success in life. I had to go into a little bit more detail there. Now, number two of the eight things that can steal your happiness in life right now is not surrounding yourself with the right people. Now, it's been said that we are like the five people we hang around the most. And I believe this to be true because we are products of our environments. Take twin babies, for example, and you separate them at birth and let one grow up in Asia and one grow up in North America. And yes, they will still share the same DNA, but they will act differently because they have become a product of their environment from where they grew up. So try to be with people you resonate with on the level that you are inspiring to trying to become. Find yourself a mentor, somebody that you uh, like the way they act, like what they stand for. You have the same values and ethics and you would like to be like them, whether it's somebody that's alive or even that's somebody that's not alive anymore. If you can follow them on online or uh, on the internet or perhaps if somebody you even know could be a father figure or anything like that, I mean, that would be ideal that you can actually talk with them on a personal level. But if not, it doesn't have to be. You can find a mentor anywhere that you want to emulate what that person has done and how they acted in order to get that done. And cut some people out of your social circle if, if you need be. Now, this may be hard at work, let's say, or parties, or even with old friends, but you don't have to stop being friends with people. Just don't hang around them with so much as you, as you used to. You just have to, you know, gauge your time with them because you know that they will talk about the same things over and over. And, you know, they expect you to act the same way they are. And if you no longer want to act in those ways, for the most part, then you have to limit your time with them doesn't mean you cut them out of your life it just means you redirect some of your time and try to do your best to share your life with people that are like-minded and will support you instead of knocking you down just because you want to grow which was my personal experience by the way so number three on the list of eight things that are stealing our happiness right now is external focus. So when we focus too much on things that are external to us, we start focusing and believing 
other people's stories. We start believing all the news headlines. We start believing all the posts we see on social media, which gives us an overall negative outlook on life and think that the grass is always greener elsewhere until we actually get there and find out someone forgot to water the grass and it's not as green as we thought. So stop focusing on external happenings and start honoring where you are right now in this present moment and realize it's always enough and you are always enough. Now number four on our list of eight things that are stealing our happiness right now is the waiting game. A lot of us are just sitting around and waiting for this perfect moment to come so we can act. But I have news for you, and you may not like hearing this, but there is no such thing as the perfect moment. And by just sitting around and waiting, all you're doing, in essence, is just using this fictional perfect moment as an excuse. We're trying to convince ourselves that the time isn't right just yet. We say things like, I'll start saving money when, blah, blah, blah. I'll start traveling when, blah, blah, blah. I'll do it when I have all my ducks in a row. Well, let me tell you how Mother Duck works. Mother Duck just starts walking, and then all the ducklings form a row behind her. She doesn't look back at the ducklings and say, Okay, little duckling number seven, number eight, number five, get in line because I'm going to move in a moment. No, she just goes. When she wants to cross the street or she wants to get down to the pond, she moves and they follow. So you can't wait for something else to happen. You just have to go. And there was a, a famous quote made by General George S. Patton, who was a famous American general in World War II. And his quote went like this, an imperfect plan executed today is better than a perfect plan executed two weeks from now. And I firmly believe in that. And I've, I've used that in my life a few times where I'm just, you know, I want to do something, but I'm waiting for more things to fall into place, but it's becoming too long. And I just say, you know what? I'm just going to move ahead with what I have right now. And it always works out. Maybe it's not 100% perfect or what I thought. But as you move, and in, let's say within those two weeks that we talked about in the quote, other things happen and then things fall into place. So you just have to get started. And, you know, life will never be perfect, folks. And the perfect moment does not exist. Life is the good the bad, and the ugly, and it's never perfect. And your ability to reach your highest potential in life is directly linked to your willingness to act in the face of imperfection. Never be afraid to fail. Just get started. And here's another quote. I, d I can't remember who said this, but I, I love it and I use it all the time. Starting stops most people. Are you one of those people? Are you waiting for the perfect moment? Just get started. You can do it. You can do this. Okay, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And we'll continue with the other four things that are stealing our happiness right now 
in next week's episode of Men on Fire. I look forward to seeing you then. Take care and bye for now. Hey, are you having trouble living the life of your dreams? Guess what? You're not the problem. It's not that you're not smart enough, deserving enough, or even hardworking enough. The problem is that you haven't yet installed the one key belief that will change everything. Want to know what it is? You're the one. That's right. You are the one. The world is waiting for you to give it that one special gift that only you possess. Want to find out more? Head to my website at micaren.com to order my new trilogy, You're the One. The first two books are available together in an omnibus book with the exciting final installment of the series available soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment, give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.